are back. Tour de France, stage six. We just had cobble. And we said, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Sometimes you live and die by the clock. Okay. And I think that's what we have here on stage six. Um, we'll get into it. Once again, we're just going to recap the stage, maybe do a little preview of what happened. I predicted the winner. And Kurt, my buddy Kurt said, uh, oh, you really went under the limb on that one. Kind of. I mean, I, I predicted the correct guy. And I said, um, the reason being was because uh, you, you just, Pogacar and Roglic don't give away stages. So if there's a chance for them, uh, they're going to take it and they're going to put the knife in. And that's that's maybe without a spoiler, but this is a fantastic stage from uh, start to finish. Let's go over the actual, let's bring in, there we go. So that's yesterday's stage when we had the, the winner um, and I would I'd, I'd talk maybe about a few things here. Um, we'll go through. Uh, so Roglic had a, a wreck. He hurt his shoulder, uh, uh, took it out. Uh, maybe we'll get to that first. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just loosey-goosey. I had court this morning. I went back home, changed. So I'm, I'm where I'm at. But um, let's stop the screen here. Let's actually share uh, the screen here for this other one. I got it from Sticky Bob Bottle. There we go. Okay, uh, I want to enlarge that up, and then we're going to play a few little clips here. I think we could get this one of a Roglic talking here. Uh, let's see what he has to say. I couldn't, uh, yeah, I couldn't put it immediately back in on the road, uh, so I needed to sit there on the chair of the spectator. And uh, yeah, I do have a technique to pull like this down and uh, yeah, try to put it back in. Oh, okay, wow. So he he said he dislocated his shoulder he got a chair from a spectator and he just pulls it down and he pops it back in so um let's get this camera over here a little better so it sounds like uh, as a as someone who flies through the air not me but him through the air uh, as a ski jumper he's probably used he's probably had this happen a few times uh, which means if you're, you're dislocated if people don't know if you dislocate your shoulder or you're separated at least it does have a tendency to come in and out a little bit more so Said he put it over <laughs> over the chair of some spectator, pulled it back in. Yikes! And I actually think if you watch the sprint today, we'll maybe jump a little bit to a spoiler here. Um, but you you can see that he's not quite the same. Um, so obviously that hurts. Uh, then let's go to this little portion. This is a little breakdown of the wreck. Let's go back here. Um, coming through. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. So you can see here, see, see the motorbike blips a little bit there. That's the motorbike hitting that, okay? So that's the problem. This motorbike right here hits it. These guys can't move out of the way. Um, I don't know if it was uh, Kung or whatever, but he hits it, knocks it out more, comes out, and then boom, you see those guys behind uh, going down, which was Caleb Ewing and Roglic. Too bad. Um, oh, I did have something else I wanted to play here, and it is a clip from... Uh, let's see if we can, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can, if I could get this in, how would I do this? It's a clip from Jonas and I think it's, uh, it's important in a way. So um, I know I sent it to Kurt and Chris, maybe I will be able to find it on our texts and then bring it up here. And I think it's, it's somewhat important for, okay, let's, let's see if we can, Open with QuickTime. 
we're, we're doing this on the fly here, people. Let me see if I can actually share this one. So this is uh, about his his mechanical that he had yesterday. Can I see it? Nope, I can't. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll just tell you what it was. But basically, Jonas says um, he had a mechanical yesterday, which was he dropped his chain. He said it got a little bit of stuck. So then what he decided to do was get Van Hoydonk's bike, and then he went across the street and got his own. And he's like, I could have put it in. I'm like, uh, I, I don't know how bad it was. I did see a thing where it looked like it was kind of stuck. If you're at all uh, know how to work on your bike or, you know, most of us that don't have spare bikes, maybe there's a problem being catered to too much, uh, which is you don't actually know what to do to just fix something on the fly, which he probably would have been better off pulling over, grabbing the chain, pulling it out. Then he probably would have pulled over one and some wet wipes for his fingers or something because of chain lube. Uh, but he would have been better off just, pulling the chain out, trying to go on from there rather than have this whole situation. Cause then it's a butterfly effect, Chris Horner type of thing where who knows if they were all up there, how this would have played out. Maybe they would have led to the other side of the road and you wouldn't have had, or you wouldn't have had the whole team chasing all day for you. Uh, so um, whatever Jonas, um, but that's, that's what we have. Okay. Let's get right into, to today's stage. By the way, I heard a few, I wish, you know, take some clips out of this. I heard a few, uh, Let's do the overview here. Uh, commentary comments from GCN and then also from the Peacock today that I, I thought were some stupid comments. Um, but we'll get to maybe I'll hopefully try to remember those four that coming up here at the end. Uh, so let's go stage six. Uh, nope, it's not doing it that way. Preview. You know, I like pro cycling stats, but they don't always, oops, we, it's a spoiler there. So once again, 219.9 kilometers. It's very punchy all day. You know, they said yesterday's was hilly. It wasn't. Uh, this definitely was. And it got uh, lit from uh, 0.1 to, <laughs> to the end. And um, Brian Zimney. So let's see what he says. So Jonas not being able to put his chain on cost Nielsen yellow. Uh, possibly you never, you never know. Now I, I will go back to this. You're spoiling everything here with Nielsen palace, not getting yellow today. It was very close. Uh, but you look back yesterday at what all took place, him not getting yellow yesterday, uh, Alberto Bediol chasing down his own teammate. And in a, in a sense, we did that, you know, pulling the gap down 10 seconds here at one point, 10 seconds, another spot of him doing this work when maybe someone else should have done. Did that enable then him to miss out today? Possibly maybe even yesterday. Um, it shouldn't be over overstated that once again, then I, I talk about him. If he would have just held on to those guys at the end, he wouldn't have lost three seconds. Maybe that would have been, or if he hadn't have jumped early, he might've been able to get a podium, which gives a time bonus. Um, Possibly, but I do think, once again, the biggest mistake was him getting rid of Magnus Court and not being able to at least help in the finish. Because as you said, as I said yesterday, Magnus didn't get caught uh, by the, the chasers. So he was able to hold on there when they were going full bore. So he had something in him and he could have at least lined it out for um, Palace, which then he wouldn't have had to jump so early. Maybe that would have been that. It's all little things that come into play and we can question it, question it, question it. But when you're four seconds off, the yellow jersey, it does make you kind of uh, wonder that. Uh, what more could have been done? Okay, let's remove that from the screen there. Okay, so let's go to, where, where, as we've been doing here, we're going to just go to the YouTube GCN, and we're going to pop our way through this. Uh, so they, they do a nice little lovely thing here. This is a, I don't know, I think they usually start with kind of some things that happened yesterday. Once again, Jonas, you can see the bike here. 
Um, I wish they had that a little bit better. Uh, we'd be able to actually see. And while it went down yesterday, Jonas, uh, the, the chain, while doing it, and then the bike throw by Simon Clark. Wonderful. Um, okay, so here we go. Wout up 13 seconds on Nielsen Palace, Bolson Hagen a second down, Pogachar. What is he there? Six seconds off, and then Lampert. So with the the climb at the finish today, you're really looking at uh, Wout should be able to hang in there. Um, you know, Sagan's won here before. Uh, Bosenhagen, those types, uh, you, you expect it. But this shit got lit up early, and the very first person that actually took a flyer of the day was Vilmos. Okay, that's important because he takes the last flyer of the day. So it wasn't. It, I mean, the first what is this 60k or so until you finally see Wout here getting in a break with uh, Quinn Simmons and Full Song. It was on, and you always saw the yellow jersey poking and poking, trying to get up the road. Guys are getting shot out the back. They're coming back in. It's a crazy day all the way around, and Wout was part of this, and he was really making an effort to try to get up the road. Uh, so he ends up doing so. So I tune in later on. Um, uh, who who was out? Uh, Magnus Court was up the road as well. Um, he had a little trouble here, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, but Wout's up the road and Wout's up there with Quinn Simmons and full song uh, ditches back. Um, and I'm like, Oh, this is, this is solid. You have two really strong guys and, um, this could be interesting. Now also what I'm saying immediately when I see this and Wout really putting in the effort is he, I think if he just sat in the pack, he has a chance of just keeping yellow, maybe even the stage win today. I don't know. So I don't know what the point of this was. Because it was kind of a do or die. He maybe he's like, I'm I'm tired of holding on to this, and maybe thinking that we'll just give up the jersey today. Because you look at who was actually able to finish up there in second place was Michael Matthews. And if you think Wout can't hang with Michael Matthews, uh, you've got some other things. Magnus was theoretically the best sprinter left in the break, so Eddie B might have been hesitant to go early after Nilsson towing Magnus to the line. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, that's from yesterday. Uh, you just I. All of that you never know, and uh, so I don't. I don't fault Nielsen for jumping early yesterday. I kind of guess is my my idea, and uh, all those guys had a chance. I mean, um, Simon, you know, ends up getting it at the end, but uh, Bosenhagen, you know, he had his chance early. I, I, who knows? Um, Magnus though was a gr- is a great sprinter, and you're right, he's kind of like that um, Pugachar. You know, at the end of a climb, he can do good, but he was having trouble coming to through the the cobbles he had he's done too much i think he's lost that he wouldn't have been able to be a good sprinter in the end there so um that's just it's just an oh by the way betty all said i i don't know what's going on i i I didn't know nilsson was going for yellow (laughs) maybe it was lost in translation maybe what he meant to say was uh, the bus has really good coffee Uh, i wasn't paying attention to the team meetings um i was making myself a latte Nilsson, it was close to yellow. What are, you, what, are, what are you talking about? Okay, so we've got these two uh, jokers up the road here. And um, I was like, oh, this is solid. I mean, you know, Quinn Simmons just got the uh, climber's jersey and was it Swiss or Daphne? And um, he's obviously can go uphill well-ish. Uh, he's a powerful guy. Wild's powerful. But in the end, this is kind of where it happened. 30K to the finish. Uh, Quinn's was, was just saying, I can't anymore. So he gets dropped back. And then this is the, the when I saw this right here, I'm like, okay, he's done. He's, there's no way he's going to get caught and hold on. Uh, it's, it's all about Nielsen today. And if Pogacar doesn't win because there's time bonuses, 
you've got a great shot at it. Now, I predicted I predicted him to win yesterday. If you listen back to yesterday's show, and I started here, I predicted Pogacar to win. Um, so, you know, for my fantasy league, I was kind of hoping he was going to win, but uh, I was pulling more for um, our buddy. Now, here's, here's an interesting little tidbit here. I, I don't know if this is Sep. I saw that Sep came in with Wout. So one of the uh, riders comes off here. This is the time, I think, where Vlasov, uh, some wrecks coming down near the end when you had, I uh, didn't really show how many kilometers left to go here, but it starts to have problems. 11K, Vlasov gets, end up spit out. They end up catching Wout here at this point, and he just he loses like four or five minutes. Uh, he's not able to hold on, but the last few pitchy climbs, uh, Nilsson Powell is looking good. Uh, Bora's up there, and uh, BH, Alpeson was chasing earlier, and then Wout just decides he's not going to be able to do it, and he just goes straight through the, the back. Uh, this is what v- this is Vilmos, yeah, I think this is him uh, taking off with 5.6. There's some up and downs, and you can start to see Pogacar. Pogacar was actually early in the race, too. It's kind of falling along when Wout was trying to get up the road. So he's very active here. They come up with this last pitch climb with 5.4, and Pogacar is lighting it up. And I'm I'm watching the whole time here. Now, I've watched this back twice because I wanted to – the first time I'm just watching it live, and I saw – and I was just looking for Nelson Palace. That's all I was doing. I was trying to find Palace, where he's at. And then I rewatched it, and I got some appreciation for um, another American, which was Brandon McNulty. Does a stellar job in the last kilometer here. They're not really going to show it on this portion, but here he is leading them out. He and Rafa Michael, but the last 1K or so, he's just on the front. It's a pitch up, and they're, they're continuing to drive into there, and, and McNulty was on the just pushing really good, lined things out. Pogaccio didn't have to worry. Then you ended up um, inside here. You start to see the sprint. Um, and and Roglic takes off. Now, I was watching, and I don't know if you could see it here, but his left elbow is kicking out more than his right. Now, this is kind of the way the bend of the, of the bike, but uh, as I was watching it closer, you can see that he's favoring a shoulder. I don't know which shoulder it is. He pulled it out yesterday, but I think that's a problem for him trying to sprint in this situation. If you don't think that that you know a sprinter, I mean, a climber you know, needs much of his shoulders to sprint, I'm sorry, you 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 end up pulling on the bars. You can see here to the to the to his our left, uh, Roglic's right. That um, Pogacar is taken off. His elbows are both out. He's flexing. The bike's swinging more side to side, uh, and Roglic, um, little baby hand. I don't know if this is his right hand, a right arm, but one of those just doesn't look too healthy. And in the end. Uh, Pogacar gets a nice little and, and I was concerned that Michael Matthews ended up closing it down with David Gadu uh, that there was going to be another gap there but you look back here ways we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 13th there was uh, Nielsen Palace I think Rigoberto Uran ends up in there Jonas is up there right around with Roglic as well so with the times there's a boy he wins a lot of posting up Pretty happy. Guys come in. Uh, four, seven minutes down is Wout, and on his right is Sepkus. So we'll break down everybody. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> now he wins the stage. R- Roglic, uh, Pagachar does. He's also in yellow. Uh, this classmate there gets Nilsson Palace by four seconds because there was a time bonus at the end. Vinigo is in third at 31 seconds. Not too bad. I mean, that's that's you know pretty much what he lost uh, yesterday, I think. Uh, Yates, 39 seconds, Pidcock, 40, Thomas, 46, Vlasov, 52, uh, Danny Martinez, 
did Vlastov ended up losing. I'll have to go. We'll go. We'll break this, this all down and see uh, where the people, where the peoples are. Now, I was watching GCN, and Adam Blythe is on there, and he made a comment that he was, uh, it was a little disappointed in Roglic, and the reason he was a little disappointed in Roglic is because he let out the sprint and he wasn't watching out for Jonas. He's like, you know, the, if the roles were reversed, Jonas would be watching out for him and leading him out. And I'm like, well, first of all. Um, Jonas isn't a big sprinter. Uh, Roglic is a kind of guy that could win this stage. Jonas is not. So that's not, and I just thought it was a stupid comment. They're already in there 200 some from the finish. You don't really need an, all you need to do is follow along. And, um, it's just really, it's kind of a, it's a dumb comment. Another one was, and I'm going to get controversial on this one. Uh, Quinn Simmons comes across the line and he's given high fives. And that was Nicholas Roach. He's like, this is horrible. This is not responsible in the age of COVID. So, yeah. Remember, remember the back in the days when uh, people were posting things about getting COVID from uh, a UPS package left at your door, that that was going to be a possibility? <laughs> yeah, not really. Okay, um, there we go. So let's take a look now and break down the actual results. And we can take a look here. Results, stage six. <clears throat> Yeah, I got a different camera going here. So use this situation that uh, Nate pointed me to, Nate Dunn. So the camera seems to be much, much better, a little bit more spry. You get to see all the, the wrinkles in my face. Uh, Pogacar wins the stage. Uh, we talked about here um, all the way down, Nilsson Palace uh, in 14th place, right with Garrett Thomas. Uh, Thomas actually there's a gap to him. So those guys all get, get the same. There's a 10, 6, and 4 second bonus. That's how Pogacar ends up leapfrogging over Nielsen Paulus. Uh, Lutsenko, Vlasov, five seconds back. Uh, so maybe they caught on. So we'll, we'll go to the GC here. It's all good and dandy. Uh, Brandon McNulty, he's looking good up there. Uh, let's first of all, just check out our Americans. Nielsen Palace on the same time, five seconds back, McNulty from doing that great lead out. Kevin Vermaka, uh, a little rebound from yesterday, uh, loses 117. That's solid. Mateo Jorgensen drops out four minutes. Dombrowski with the four. Sepp Cuss with 728. Quinn Simmons <clears throat> mailed it in after he got flicked uh, from Wout for 1128. Let's look at the GC. Well, we know Palace is in second. McNulty, top 30. Jorgensen, 55. Sepp drops six places to 77. He's 11.59. He's not. He's here for the work uh, for the team. Let's, uh, points. Quint Simmons, he's now only minus 25 instead of minus 40. <clears throat> um, on the, he's got, got one point for the KOM rather than uh, zero or minus one. He was at minus one before. Uh, let's go up to all nations. That's Australia. And uh, let's kind of flick through teams for the GC and see who lost what, where. Actually, I want to look at the stage. Um, okay, so one of them I am looking for is Astana Litsenko. Um, he lost a, but, but only five seconds today. Um, okay, that's not so bad. Alpeson didn't really have anybody up there. Uh, AG2R, uh, Ben O'Connor, he ends up losing another 237. So yesterday looked like it was a problem. This team didn't drop back and really help him. But um, today it looks like it just it's maybe just couldn't do much for him. B&B, we don't really care about them. Bahrain, um, the Jack Haig dropped out yesterday. Dylan Toons was up there. Caruso loses 21 seconds, <clears throat> continues to, to slide down. Bora, they had a few guys up there. So 
Uh, Vlasov, he must have caught back up. I know he was off the back there for a bit, but uh, Leonard Kamna loses a little bit of time. Kodrak, but uh, Vlasov still hanging hanging tough. Bora, uh, Guillaume Martin loses five seconds. EF, that we know about those guys. Rigoberto loses five. So there's a little gap. And what happened there, I think it was right after, um, well, it was, it was right after Nilsson. Uh, one of those guys must have just had a second gap. And then what they do is they count to the front guy and they, then you don't just get a second from the guy that was in front of you. It's time gap to the the front. Uh, so Iran Ur ended up losing that. Um, he's 214 out, but he moved up 14 places. Today. Hey, Bediel. Bediel moved up 20, 29, <laughs> 29 places today. Uh, Groupama, David Gadu. He's looking really solid. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about picking him for tomorrow. Uh, Ineos, Pidcock was up there. Like I said, Thomas lost a little bit, but you have four of their guys in the top uh, 15 there and all losing in that uh, only five seconds there. Uh, into Wanting Marche, Louis Menches. This is 26, Israel. So, how was our guy, Michael Woods? He was up in that front group. <clears throat> so, he's actually uh, pulling along just fine. Uh, Vinigo, Roglic, Kroizik loses a minute and on down. Lotto, not really caring about them. Movie star, did they have anybody? Enric Moss, he stays up in that top 15 place. Quick step, not really worried about them for GC. Quintana stays in that top spot as well. Bike exchange, Michael Matthews is the only one up there. He gets second place in the day. Team DMSM, Bar Roman Bardet, he ends up uh, hanging in tough. Total energies, you had uh, Pierre Latour. How is he doing on GC? Uh, Bolsonaro, he's, he's down 12 minutes, so it's not really an issue for him this time. Trek, Thomas Squeens lose some time. And UAE, we know them. They won. They got McNulty up there. And as far as GC goes, uh, same situation. Uh, George Bennett lost a little time, but you should be able to uh, see how he goes tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's super planche de Belfi. Not just planche de Belfi, but super planche. It's the extended portion. Uh, 176.3 kilometers, <clears throat> a nice big-ass climb at the end, a Cat 3 with a sprint point before it, and another Cat 3, and then our Cat 1. And who's going to win that? I don't know. It'll be a it'll be a battle with I'm seeing David Gadu, like I said. Um any Americans? Maybe no well, let's see if Nelson can hold on. I just don't see him being able to out crunch uh Pogachar and I mean sorry, uh, Rogue, uh yeah, Pogachar uh, on that super top part and with the the gravel. Hopefully he'll be able to hold on. I'm just it would be nice to get him in yellow. I don't know what he's gonna be able to produce for this tour, but uh us as Americans and then here in Northern California, which we've ridden with Nilsson. I've interviewed him a few times. I've uh, been in our local rides, uh, friends with a you know, bunch of us around here. Uh, it's it, it, We're pulling for him, let's be honest. Um, it'd be interesting to see how this big first day does <clears throat> for people like him. Sepp Cuss, uh, Brandon McNulty's thrown in there, and you know, with and then the, the dynamic with Vinigo, Roglic, how that works. Uh, Pogachar, he looks like he's on fire. And then who kind of some of those... Uh, next tier guys are it'd be interesting to see if ben o'connor uh can end up kind of pulling himself back together i don't know but i'm looking forward to it uh either way uh so that's what we have that's tomorrow tomorrow's what friday it's also my wife's birthday happy birthday wife and super planche de belle fee awesome that's what we have thanks for joining us today people 24 minutes we're in we're out who are your predictions uh i haven't really looked to see we could also see who uh, stage eight. It's got a little bit of climbing at the end as well. That's uh, Saturday and Sunday. 
throat's having trouble. See ya.